0: DeWanna Carl with A Weary She Encourages. Over the next few weeks, I want you to listen in on some discussions that we have had with our Wisdom family and those guests that have chosen to join us on air about prayer. But before we do, I believe the Lord would have me to invite you to an invitation to the banquet table. And he wants to know, will you come? In Luke chapter 14, verse 15 through 23, it says this, Hearing this, a man sitting at the table with Jesus exclaimed, What a blessing it will be to attend a banquet. In the kingdom of God. Jesus replied with this story. A man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servant to tell the guests, Come, the banquet is ready. But they all began making excuses. One said, I have just bought a field and must inspect it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five pairs of oxen, and I want to try them out. Please, excuse me. Another said, I just got married, so I can't come. The servant returned and told his master what they had said. His master was furious and said, Go quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and invite the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. After the servant had done this, he reported, there is still room for more. So his master said, go out into the country lanes and behind the hedges and urge anyone you can find to come so that the house will be full. For none of those I first invited will get even the smallest taste of my banquet. Listen in to the discussion as to how you can come to the banquet table that God himself has invited you to. Today, it's about the invitation of the relationship. Um, Prayer is just part of how you do the thing with God, how you walk with God, how, you know, what that looks like. However, I don't want to go so far down the line. If we have not uh, first established the invitation, that invitation, what is that about? Um, You know, um, because I realize that many times those who join me, um, I'm not sure where they at, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not sure. Um, what their background is, um, you know, for me, um, I've been in the church a long time, so have you, Lisa, and, you know, um, we often assume in the world of, um, you know, in a world where there is so much knowledge out there, we assume that people know what we're talking about, but I think that's a big assumption, um, because, um, you know, I believe the Bible says that they have ears, but they don't hear. They have eyes, but they don't see. And there's a lot of misconception. And I believe that, you know, God has told us in his word that we are to share this truth until he comes, until he comes. And um, so with that that being said, we, we're doing this thing out of obedience to him um, in spite of the fact that people think that they, and we're going to get there. God ain't in your box. And who you think he is, you might not, you you may be missing it greatly. He said his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are surely not his ways. So you have to be very careful about putting God in a box. And what I mean by that is you assume that you know God when you really don't. You assume that he is this person that he isn't. It's a lot more to him than that. All right. So with that being said, my friend, would you open us up with a word of prayer?
1: Yes, yes. Father God, we want to thank you for this day. We want to thank you for just giving us the gift of life. Yes. And to be able to live this life according to your purpose, Lord Jesus, your will and your way. And even when we, are, when we stray from what you're saying, Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing us back to where we need to be. And Lord, help us to not be distracted by the ways of the world, but to be dedicated, committed, and encouraged by your word and by you and what you would have us to do. But more than anything, Lord, please allow us to bring the word of God right here, right now, in a way that people understand where we're going and meet them exactly where they're at. And we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So, like I shared before, we we were gonna go. We are gonna get back to it, but I felt that it was important, Lisa, to establish some um, some foundational principles, um, foundational truths that need to be shared before we go deeper. Sometimes we want to, um, you know, uh, you know, when you get ready to build a house, you want to make sure that the the foundation is built and it's built strong, mm-hmm. and. Um, I don't want to assume that i've missed any any place especially when we're building um a foundation and we're trying to get people to a place of understanding what this thing is is about we've talked about some pretty deep stuff i mean real deep stuff um but i think that in order for you to go in order for you to be able to consume the information that we've been able God has allowed us to share there are some foundational things that needs to be taken place so I I'm grateful that the Lord has um has given me and you you and I an opportunity to go back go back how many times have we had to go back girl and begin again I don't know we about have you but I've had to start over many days Good. especially when it comes to my relationship with God
1: yes and he gives us that every day is a new day to start over mm-hmm. every day is you know like people used to say when your birthday came and i would say you know every day is my birthday <laughs> because every day i'm being born again to be and i have the opportunity to be new to be made a new in some area of my life right so it's not just about that particular day yes that's the day i was actually born on but if you really Let's just be honest. We all starting over every day in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. So every day is my birthday. Every day that He give me an opportunity to get up and breathe again, see another day, I celebrate it.
0: Yes, yes. I mean, and and, and you know,
1: and I, I guess also I was
0: saying too that, you know, how many times in my walk with the Lord. How I, you know, one of the things that I I really emphasize, and I mean that, and and I, the reason why I say my the deliverance of, I believe that the Lord delivered me from a life of religion, mm-hmm. and ushered me to a life of relationship, and that Love is it. it is entirely, and that's really the essence of what I mean. Religion versus and what I believe that what does it mean? Yeah, what I I think that's the essence of the banquet table that God has has placed us. Um, that is He is inviting us to.
1: Hmm.
0: When I think about religion, for me, is you know, even even in this app, they got us categorized under religious. I hate that word. I I'm not gonna lie. I mean. I'm almost it
1: usually means a set of laws, rules, and regulations that you must follow. In but it's the be, absence uh, considered a believer. It is exactly opposite of that. You know? Yeah, it's it's, not, it's, it's
0: not. I mean, you know, this is this what you know when you really. Oh gosh,
1: bring it, sister.
0: When you when you really can get to a place, and I said I was gonna talk slow and make sure that I'm being understood. Cause sometimes I go back and listen to my, you know, to make sure that I was clear and I be beating myself up because I don't wanna, I don't, the one thing I don't wanna do, um, Lisa, is find myself in a place where I'm beating folks up. Cause that's not what God do. No. He's gentle and he's humble heart. Now God don't play no games though. Sometimes it's all right, you know, maybe I, Sometimes I'm saying things in a way that I've interpreted from God because it felt like that. But he's really gentle.
1: <laughs> right. But, you know, the thing is about it, you can't feel that you're being beat up because you're being obedient.
0: Correct. If you're really I mean, flowing,
1: with the, if you flowing with what God would have you to do, then you got to realize that some people just may be a little bit offended just because it's something they've done. Because we all have been there before. So right. we ain't judging nobody. We ain't putting nobody down. We're going by our, by our own life experience and yet trying to be led by the word of God and being led by his spirit only. Right. So yes, it may come across this way, but think about it, people. If you get that little teacher offended, you know, kind of maybe, maybe it's something to explore. Right. Because. You know, say with yourself a little bit because yeah. I've got offended many times and I just kind of, say you know what well, I done heard three people say this about me then it must be me
0: and you know what what the also the thing that I'm also you know this is not an easy thing to swallow what God is what God is putting on the table is not a very it's not easy you know I was just telling somebody that when you talk about getting when you talk about uh getting to the root of the matter baby that's deep surgery and sometimes yeah it's painful truth real bona fide truth first of all is not condemning but at times those surgical tools the way in which God gets that truth down in the, in the in the inner parts of our being at times it can be painful and 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 that's a that's truth right there right mm-hmm. anyway before I go too far out because I could you know I'm good at I will go down a rabbit trail in a minute. So back to the banquet table. On Tuesday, in my my prayer time, the Lord gave me this. He said, you are in... I titled it, you are invited to God's banquet table. No longer do you have to eat the crumbs. God is inviting you to the entire meal. The value of getting in his word are you facing some intense times in your life are you distracted depressed rejected confused and in any kind of despair god is inviting you to the table not just for the dessert That's my favorite part of the meal. Sometimes I'll just eat the dessert and don't come back. That's a a (laughs) principle. That's deep if you really think about what I just said. Yeah,
1: because we all want the pleasure of the the sweetness first before we deal with anything else,
0: right? Right. He said that not just for the bread. Hmm. Some of us love us some bread, but we're getting puffed up all the time. We want the knowledge, but we ain't doing nothing with it. Hmm. But he said, I want you to have the entire meal. And however, he said right. We're gonna come back to that too. He said, however, it will take on your part. See, sometimes we have we are waiting sometimes and we don't understand that because this is a, this is a relationship, it it you know, faith come by. We got to work it out, don't we? This we got to work it out. Faith is works. Without works, is dead. Meaning that uh-huh. you have to choose to go spend time with the living God. You have to choose to quiet yourself. You have to choose to study and and and, and, and in in this word and and get some understanding and keep going back to God and quiet the noise of the of all the all the things that you've heard that are true all the things that you think are true rather than what god said and who he said he is there is a struggle that goes on right he said he is the bread of life think about that on the meal on the table is not is not physical things on the table is him He is the one that the Bible says, he said that he's the well that never runs dry. He said that I am all you will need and ever will. If you ever try anything, if you have tried, and this is the invitation, if you have tried everything and yet your hands are empty and you are dissatisfied, this is your invitation to say no to the crumbs and yes to the whole meal and get the whole counsel of God. So that's how my week started and it, it, and it continued and it got deeper as the week went on. So to bring that all together, what I'm basically saying is, you know, let me tell, I always have, I have to tell the story. You know, one of the things that Jesus did is and does is he showed, he told us parables and he he tells us a lot of parables and a lot of, uh, so that we can kind of get it as to what he's trying to say. And the thing about it is, I just want to give a little bit of my testimony is that, you know, when I first was introduced to the Lord, all I saw was a book of rules. I had no idea. All I, all I wanted was I didn't want to go to hell. That was pretty much it. I didn't want to go to hell. I wanted a good life. I wanted a husband and some kids. Okay. I had no idea how deep this thing really goes. I had no idea. And as time has gone on and God has allowed me to still be on this green earth, um, on this earth rather, because it ain't always green and happy. But as time has gone on and as I have faced different things in my life, I have realized that it was more than about not go, going to hell or my life being a certain kind of way. That it was really, and it took years to get there for me. It was really about a walk, an, a walk with the living God. It was really about a relationship that He wanted to have with me. And for me to figure that out took many years. And I'm not saying that it take many years for everybody. I'm just a slow learner because I'm arrogant at times. I'm rebellious and stubborn. Guess what? That's what he said about all of us, honestly. And to get to the place of realizing that this was about a relationship took me a long time and the way I parallel it, parallel my relationship with the Lord, I think about my marriage with my husband. There have been times where I did it just like everybody said I was supposed to do it. Um, all the outward things, but in order to walk with somebody through life, through all the seasons of life, it takes effort. It takes commitment. It takes choosing. And sometimes you want to, and sometimes you don't. But at the end of the day, you remember the covenant. You remember that you're in a marriage. This is not just your boyfriend. This is not just somebody that you, you know, this is somebody you said that you're going to commit, you committed to, to death do us part. And so when I parallel it to that and I said, oh, this is not just me going to church, huh? This is not just me. Everybody saying, oh, she's such a good person. This is a marriage. This is an invitation to a whole relationship. And that brings it to another level for me, doesn't it? Like, it's not just about me Bible thumping. It's not just about me looking good on the outside. It's about who I am much further and deeper than that, isn't it? It's a lot deeper than that. So when we talk about the invitation to the banquet table. Again, we were talking about, last week we were gonna talk about prayer, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I wanted to get back to the foundation. And the foundation of, that is having a relationship with the living God. The foundation of prayer is the, the foundation of realizing that and when we're talking we talked about yesterday we talked about the word of God, we talked about how let me just go on here and read the scriptures. We talked about how when we're in the relationship, when we're in a relationship that it's not just us talking to him, it's us him talking to us, right and that how found that is the foundation. you're actually talking to a person. And the way he talks back to us is through his word. That's the way he talks back to us is through his word. And that's a foundation that we need to build today is that the foundation of his word. Now, in John chapter one, he says this about the word. The word is the communication that God, the love letter, the Bible that God has left us so that he can speak to us. Now, before I go there, let me say this. When you approach the Bible, at least let me say the way God has taught me so far, is that, you know, everybody has a different way of approaching. Some people approach it from a literal standpoint and truly. I believe that there are literal, literal, um, very literal things that you can take from the Bible. But also, I believe that the Bible says that God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. It's a spiritual book.